The single biggest problem with communication, according to George Bernard Shaw, is the illusion that it has taken place. You don't have to be a famous Irish playwright to understand that's a critique for the ages. And while Shaw wasn't aiming that comment specifically at business executives, I don't really see any need to exclude them. Hi, welcome to Presenting with Power. I'm your host, Eileen Pincus. The truth is, it's always taken a degree of effort to make sure you're communicating what you intend to communicate. And that's especially true if you're speaking to non-native speakers. It's never a bad idea to make sure you're being clear, but if your audience is not fluent in the infinite variety of ways that Americans actually speak English, your audience is going to have its hands full just keeping up. Because native speakers do what I just did there. They include idioms in their communication without even really thinking about it. Like saying, having your hands full, or telling an audience that someone included everything, including the whole nine yards, in an analysis. That gap between the way language is formally taught and the way it's spoken in common usage happens in every language. But Americans use so many of these colloquialisms in everyday speech, with new words and phrases being added all the time, that this alone can make it hard for non-native speakers to really understand your meaning. Heck, if you've traveled widely throughout the U.S., you know it can even be hard for native speakers to keep up with regional phrases and accents. So, my advice? Simplify, simplify, simplify. Now, this also applies to using industry jargon and abbreviations. So, wherever possible, just find another more direct way to communicate. So if you've got clients or colleagues and partners who are non-native speakers, let's go over some other tips that'll increase the chance communication actually takes place as you intend. Now, regular listeners know that I always stress the importance of preparing your messages and your content, but allowing yourself to be in the moment when you're actually delivering. In other words, allowing yourself to depart from the script. Well, this is especially important if there are non-native English speakers listening. Go through your content, check for clear, direct speech, but while you're actually speaking, put your priority as well on watching your audience. You're looking for indications from that audience that you're being understood. Now, this doesn't mean making them uncomfortable by asking them directly if they are understanding you. No one likes being talked down to. It just means paying attention to removing any barriers to clear speech when you know your audience is already working hard just to understand you. A good rule to follow is to try and speak in direct short sentences. A short declarative sentence is just simply clearer. I just gave you that example. No commas, no dependent clauses, just a direct statement. A bonus for you is that being clear and direct also will increase your authority. So simply look through your notes or remarks and bring things up into statements that can be understood and sprinkle those short declaratives throughout. This isn't really about the knowledge base of your audience. No matter how sophisticated they may be, they may still have to work to make sure they're understanding every nuance if they're not native speakers. And you want to make that process as easy as you can for them. Many of us have a habit of making audiences simply work too hard. 
either by adding needless detail or by reaching for explanations and examples that kind of muddy things up. Make sure you use short declarative sentences wherever possible, and you're more likely to be understood. And as you add detail, keep referring back to those key points so audiences can follow. English isn't one of the top 10 fastest languages spoken, but it's still a good idea to try and slow your rate of speech down to make yourself understood. Now, that's not really easy to do, especially if you're a naturally faster talker. So concentrate on adding deliberate pauses. Let your bigger ideas breathe. In other words, pause when you make some key points. And don't be afraid of adding some repetition. You can do it in a way that doesn't seem repetitive by rephrasing the language you use. If you do have handout materials, by the way, or you present with slides, lean into those visuals wherever possible. Think about visuals that tell your story and back up what you're saying. Keep the charts and the graphs pared down as much as possible. You can opt for more pages, but with less detail in the version that you show. And then add that detail a bit in the version that you hand out when your audience has more time to make it through those. Where it makes sense, pause your remarks to get feedback or ask questions. Make sure you enunciate so that you can be heard clearly. Now, that doesn't mean to unnecessarily exaggerate your speech. Just simply pay attention to pronunciation. Simplify the speech whenever possible. In addition to short declarative sentences, avoid contractions. Those are harder for non-native speakers to hear. Didn't, couldn't, wouldn't. Ask yourself if the vocabulary you're choosing is the most direct. And I'd also offer this word of caution. Be careful about the use of humor. Humor often loses something in translation, and it's easy to be misunderstood across languages and cultures. So just seek to be direct and understood, and you'll be on solid ground. And if you want to see some examples of this done well, Run a random search through TED Talk videos. The platform that began as a technology, entertainment, and design information sharing platform now runs videos in well over a hundred different languages and aimed at a worldwide audience. The videos by experts in a wide variety of fields are limited to, I think it's no more than 18 minutes. So that means even if the topic is complex, it's got to be explained well at a high level. And it's a good way to see any number of examples of clear and concise communication, regardless of how difficult the subject. So while some of these videos you'll find are probably more effective than others, all of them are good examples at effective communication aimed at a general audience over a very limited time frame. Finally, get some feedback if you can. If you can have a colleague join you to listen in or ask someone directly for feedback, do that. Again, no need to make anyone uncomfortable by asking if they understood you. Simply ask if they found the information useful and which parts they keyed in on. That'll give you the answer that you're looking for. Okay, that's Presenting with Power for today. I'm Eileen Pincus. For more, check out our website at www.thepincusgroup.com. And join us next time for tips and techniques for changing up the power in your communications.
Until next time.